The last time I checked, life is pretty tough. There's so much that we have made look easy over time, but we can't forget that just waking up and doing most of the things in our life are difficult. Nada, if you're listening, I'm talking to you. Welcome back. Welcome back to another episode of Relatively Normal. I'm your host, as always, Mark Paisant. Hope you had a Merry Christmas. Hope you had a great Hanukkah. Hope you're enjoying Kwanzaa. Happy holidays to everyone. And to those who don't you know, celebrate anything around this time, I hope you had a good holiday season too. And we have 2021 right around the corner. Looking forward to that. I know a lot of people are looking forward to uh, getting out of the longest year in recorded history, at least it feels like that. But um, a few episodes ago, I think two episodes ago, I, I spoke to my mother and then the episode entitled Dear Mom. And I kind of spoke to her in a way that I wanted to speak to her for a long time. Um, you know, we lost her about two years ago and I know a lot of people have lost people in their lives and I just wanted to speak to my mother and I want to take this episode to speak to and about someone very close to me. And honestly, I want to speak to a lot of the women out there, a lot of the wives, a lot of the girlfriends, men, you can take it if you want. You can take this uh, episode to be for you too. That's fine. But I specifically want this to be about all the women out there, especially my wife. You know, a lot of us have cabin fever right now. A lot of us are fed up with the restrictions because of the pandemic. A lot of us are going through so much because of virtual schooling, because we can't hang hang out with our friends. We can't live life the normal way. And this can be very pressing. For a lot of the women out there, a lot of the wives, a lot of the girlfriends, a lot of the fiancés, the mothers, the daughters, this has been especially pressing on you because even though we live in progressive times even though it's 2020 there are still social norms that a lot of us live by when it comes to child care taking care of the kids taking care of the house even though I try to play my part a lot of men try to play their part a lot of that is still left up to the woman A lot of the child rearing is still left up to the women. And a lot of it is because of of nature. You know, women have to 
carry the babies and women have to breastfeed and women have to soothe and it's just it's part of our environment it's part of our nature it's part of science that a lot of that stuff is just left up to women and I know men we try to do our part but sometimes what we do is just not enough and my wife Nada is probably going to kill me when she hears her her voice on this or excuse me hears her name on this but I wanted to talk to her and I wanted to talk to a lot of the women who might be feeling this way I want you all to know that you're doing a great job. You're doing a wonderful job. My wife was pretty stressed out this weekend because, I mean, it's the holidays. There's so much you have to do. Keep the house clean. Cook. The kids are home from school. So many hats you have to wear. And she was stressed out. She was fried. She was just off in a corner by herself. And she was distraught because she felt like she wasn't doing a good enough job. She felt like she wasn't doing good enough. Which, in a past life... I would have just sat down and told her what she was thinking is wrong. I would just told her, your feelings are incorrect. Come on, you're, you, we can just move on. I would have done everything I could to possibly invalidate and try to fix the problem for her. But growing as I've grown and knowing my wife as I know her, For the most part, I just listened. And I told her she can feel that way. But this is what I also told her. I also said, life is hard. This is difficult. It's okay to feel this way. Even though I don't agree with the way you're feeling, I think you're great. I think you're awesome. I think you're a great mom, a great wife, a great friend a great daughter. Sometimes we just all get beat up. We all feel beat down. But don't underestimate life. Don't underestimate external factors in your life. We're going through a pandemic. This time is tough. This time is hard. It is. Men, women, adult or child, it doesn't matter. Right now, it is tough. But for the women out there, it's got to be extremely tough. And I wish I could empathize more with you, but I can't. I'm a male. I can't. I don't know what it's like to be a woman right now. I read stories, either in the paper or online, of women having to bear the brunt of homeschooling, virtual schooling, while working at the same time. Most of the nurses, most of the teachers in our country are female. So we ask a lot of our women. We ask them to bear our children. 
We ask them to raise our children. We ask them to teach our children. We ask them to feed our children. And a lot of times we don't even give them equal support that we receive. And that's got to be tough. I don't know how I would live through that. I don't know what I would do. And I'm going to be here to say that I don't know if most men could live through that. And there's going to be some men who may listen to this or may hear this and and think, oh, of course I could. I don't know what you're talking about. Why are you just being divisive? No, I'm not. I'm not. One, I'm trying to support women. I'm really trying to support my wife right now because she's doing such an amazing job. Such an amazing job. But I think what I'm really trying to get at is I really want to focus on how things can be made to look so easy, but they're still difficult. They're still tough. We still have to do them every day. You know, my wife gets up earlier than me, gets the kids ready, gets ready for work, goes to work. I work from home. She still goes to work, works a full day, gets home after the kids are home, tries to get a workout in, tries to spend some time with the kids. And before you know it, she is exhausted. But the kids might still need something from her. My two girls absolutely adore their mother, absolutely adore her. And they want to spend every waking moment with her. And that's difficult. That's tough. When you're tired, when you're beat up from a workload, and sometimes you just want that 15 minutes to yourself. And you have these two little girls saying, mommy, 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 all day. That's difficult. That's not easy. That's difficult. Don't get me wrong. It's loving and it's cute for the most part. But it's difficult. And I think as men, we need to do our best to understand that. I'm not asking every man to go out and be a feminist. I'm not doing that. I'm just saying, open your eyes a little bit. Men and women, open your eyes. Women, open your eyes and know that this is what you do every day is close to impossible. And you make it look easy. And then sometimes people think it's easy. and They mistake it as easy. And they ask more and more and more of you. And you give more and more and more. And you know what that does to your mental health? Oh. It can't be great. It cannot be great. It can lead to depression. It can lead to feeling that you're just not good enough. It can lead to anxiety where you just have fear of what could or couldn't happen. Being a mother right now December of 2020 has to be one of the toughest moments to be a mother. And I know what some people are saying, oh, there's, you know, there's mothers from decades ago or centuries ago that didn't have running water, didn't have, you know, I understand that it's all relative. 
it is all relative. I mean, yes, we can shove our, our infants in front of a TV for an hour to give us a break. But know this. You have allies. You have support. I, for one, am here to support you. But also know this. What you do every day, every single day, is next to impossible. And you're amazing. So let me do my best to put this all into perspective. For you, for you, Nada, if you're listening, and for all the women out there, and for all the men too, let me put some of this into perspective. So, the COVID-19 pandemic is led to a large increase in childcare and housework. This is obvious. More stuff is being done virtually and at home. Homes are being turned into offices. Homes are being turned into classrooms. We all know this. There has been an increased involvement with men in housework and child care. But, as you probably know, most of that burden has fallen on women. I don't throw a lot of statistics at you, but I want you to know this one. In the U.S., 55% of employed women do housework compared to 18% of men. And women tend to spend twice the amount of time with their children than men do. I hate to say it, but the pandemic has increased gender inequalities. Even data from the Labor Department states that 865,000 women left the workforce in September. That is nearly four times more than the number of men. Now get this. If we want women to stay in the workforce during the pandemic, in addition to targeted economic policy, it's also important to invest in mental health resources. That's a lot to take in, but think about that. There are so many things women have fought for and continue to fight for in this country and around the world. Equal rights, equal pay, equal support. And then a pandemic comes in and becomes the sole focus of everybody. 
That has got to be disheartening. I can't even imagine what the thought process of a woman is right now. You're fighting your whole life to be considered equal to your male counterparts. You've been told over and over again that you can't do something because that's what men do or women aren't supposed to do that. You've been told to stay in your lane. You've been told to just focus on children, not to focus on a career. You've been told this over and over by men and in some cases by other women. And all you've wanted to do was just fight and fight and fight just to get what you deserve, to get what you're entitled to, a chance, an opportunity, experience. And then a pandemic hits and more is thrown in front of you. Start teaching your kids. Start doing arts and crafts with them because they need some entertainment. They don't, they're not at school. Go ahead and quit your job if you want to. Actually, that, that might be best for you. But the same isn't said to men. It's not even a thought for a man to quit his job, to take care of his kids. Now, some men do. Again, I don't want to have to keep going back and saying the opposite of what I'm saying. We know that some men do, but this environment we're living in now is tough for you. It's difficult. And what do we see in magazines? What do we see on Instagram? What do we see on social media? We see the perfect mom, the mom that just juggles everything hair looks great, makeup done perfectly, has the best outfit, carrying the perfect child, coming home from a hard day at work where she did so much, and that starts to play on women. That starts to make them feel inadequate. And it has to stop somewhere. It really does, because this is just destroying the mental health, and it's just leading to so much mental suffering and has significant mental health consequences. And men, women are not telling us to fix it. They're not asking us to fix it. They're just asking for us to be empathetic and supportive. To support them through all this. Because we know it. It's right in front of our faces. We, it's not like, I don't want to hear you don't believe it. You know, don't believing in something is, is, is uh, like ghost, you know. Either you believe or don't believe in ghost. But the inadequacy and the uneven support that women have in this world is fact. I mean, don't get me wrong. 
Opinions are great sometimes. When we're discussing whether a zone defense is better to play versus a man-to-man versus Duke in a basketball game. That's a great opinion to have. But if your opinion is that men and women get equal support in this world, that's not an opinion. That's just plain wrong. You are incorrect. And someone needs to tell you that. I am telling you that. We need to do better as a society. Because women are struggling. And yes, I hear the, the faint backgrounds of someone saying, Oh, we're all struggling. Yes, I get it. But just like when I say black lives matter, it doesn't mean other lives don't. So get past it. I can't help you with it. You got to do that yourself. But now I want to talk to you real quick. I want to tell you something. The reason I fell in love with you and the reason I married you and the reason I have a life with you, bought a house with you, bought another house with you, have joint bank accounts with you, have two wonderful girls with you, is because you are the strongest, most dedicated woman I've ever met in my life. The things you do each and every day amaze me. You're one of the smartest, brightest, funniest, wittiest, most beautiful human beings I know. And I love you for it. Our girls love you for it. My family loves you for it. Men, do me a favor. Let your wife know. Let your girlfriend know. Let your mother know. Your daughters know. Exactly, specifically, why they mean so much to you and why they mean so much to this world. Because that's what they need from us. They're not going to ask for it. They may never mention it. But sometimes we just need to say it. And say it often. One of my friends lost her mother a few days ago. And she was a wife. She was a sister. She was a daughter. And I know how much she meant to her family. I know how much my wife means to my family. And when she is struggling, she doesn't need to hear why she's wrong or what I can do to fix it. She needs me to listen. She needs me to do my best to validate her feelings. And then she needs me to be a team player and be there for her, just like she would be there for me. 
you know, it's really tough to put ourselves in other people's shoes, especially when those other people have issues and circumstances we can't fathom. Again, like I've said before, I am a male. I'm a black male. And for me to empathize and sympathize with a woman is tough. It's extremely tough. But sometimes that's the hardest part is just understanding that what someone else goes through is something you will never, ever go through. I will never go through the pain of childbirth. I will never go through the mental dynamic of a woman's brain. I will never be offered less money than a male counterpart because of my gender. I will never be seen as weak just because of my gender. I will never be seen as soft or unable to make rational decisions because of my gender. And that bugs me. But I can't, all I can do is be an ally. All I can do is listen. All I can do is be there when someone needs me to be there. Nada, you do so many things right. You do so many things right. You take care of yourself. You take care of me. You take care of the kids. You have lifted me up when I have been at my lowest. You have just been a rock for this family. And I want you to know that. I want you to feel that. I hope and pray every day that you and I have so many more days and nights together. Because you're the one I want to travel with. You're the one I want to go through this life with. Because life, like I said, is hard, is difficult. And we have to remind ourselves of that. And then to throw on top of it, when you're fighting for equality, to throw a pandemic on top of it, to throw financial uncertainty on top of it, to throw racial issues, to throw systemic racial issues, to throw gender issues, to throw so much divisiveness, to throw political uncertainty on top of it, and then your issues get pushed further and further down, I can't even imagine what it feels like just based on your gender. It's difficult. It's tough. But you are good enough. You are better than good enough. You're perfect for me. You're perfect for this world. And I wanted to tell you that. Because you need to hear it. I know the holidays can be really great times, but they are anxiety-producing. 
and I am here for you. This last part, I want to take some time to talk to the men, if you're listening to this. Let's all do better. Starting right now, let's all do better. If you have a female in your life, if you have a woman in your life who means the world to you, I want you to tell her exactly how you feel tonight before you go to bed. And then when you wake up in the morning, tell her the same thing. Don't let her go through another day of her life not knowing how much she means to you and how much you're trying to understand her struggle. Again, she might not come out and ask for it. She might not come out and say it. She might think something's wrong with you. But be that person. Be that support. Women need it right now. And if you're a feminist listening and think I was totally off base by this and and thought it was demeaning or I was talking down, please don't take it that way. That is the the last thing I want. I would would never consider myself a feminist because I, I don't think I can give myself that title. I don't think a man can give himself the title of feminist. I just, every day I'm just trying to do better. Every day I'm just trying to do better. And every day I'm trying to make my wife's entire life just a little better. Maybe a little easier if I can, if that's even possible. But what we can all do is practice kindness. We can send an uplifting text to a friend or family member, share a compliment, reach out to a person we haven't spoken to in a while. Because the funny part about that is that it doesn't just help that person you're texting or talking to, but it provides us with the endorphin boost we may need. It makes us feel better. So Nada, I love you. You're the best thing that's ever happened to me. I know life is difficult, but at least you got me for what it's worth. You're amazing. Relatively Normal is written, produced, and edited by me, Mark Paisant. And as always, if you or someone you know is in crisis, please contact the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-8255. Thank you.